so y'all really thought you could throw a shoe and get away with it? Uh-uh. No, sir. Welcome back, everybody, to the Center of College Football. I am your host, Jeffrey Cowan, recording, as always, from the Center of College Football. Florida, what the heck? LSU had almost the same record as Nebraska, and you lost to them, even though they had one more, no, two more scholarship players. <laughs> I can't even, bro. Two more scholarship players necessary than the minimum. You need 53 players to play. They had 54. I don't even know. Conference championship weeks among us. Uh, I think this week um, implications are higher than ever. Um, I mean, especially in the ACC. Um, if Iowa State wins, they got a shot. Uh, if Northwestern wins, they may have an outside chance. But let's go ahead and jump into last week's games, and then we'll talk about this week's games, I'm sorry if this is a little choppier. Um, a, there's less content in here because we don't need to do conference eliminators or playoff eliminators. I'll get to that in a moment. B, uh, I'm recording this at 2.40 on Friday. Uh, I had to push back my recording and my release date because it was finals week for my school. Usually the regular season's over, over two weeks ago because of COVID it hasn't been. And three, my printer's being wonky. Usually I have my stat sheet printed out. But I have to have it pulled up on my computer this week, uh, which provides me less of a screen to work with. So just bear with me. Uh, first game I want to talk about from last week was BYU at San Diego State. This game was a lot lower scoring than I expected. San Diego State does have a very good defense, uh, but BYU's offense has been very prolific. Um, but I mean, you know, Zach Wilson still did Zach Wilson things. Three touchdowns, 310, um, and... Um, 25 for 34. I mean, BYU is all around a great team. Uh, they just got set to play Bo um, in a Boca Raton Bowl against the University of Central Florida, one of the best offenses in the nation. I think it's going to be a very high-scoring shootout. I'm excited for that. Uh, San Diego State, I still think, looks a lot better than 4-4. Four and four. I mean, you got to look at their losses. I mean, undefeated San Jose State, two lost Nevada, one lost Colorado, and one loss BYU I mean their losses have a confined four losses so um you know San Diego State is still a solid team I'm excited to see them in a bowl game this year if they choose to play uh got that pick right pick BYU last week next was Nevada at San Jose State this was a game that was going to decide uh for the most part one of the last slots in the Mountain West Championship game I really thought that Carson Strong was going to be good enough to um beat the Spartans here. Um, Nevada was up 20 to seven going into the second um, half. Looked like they had it in the bag and then they just completely choked. San Jose State popped off. Uh, Nick Starkle transfer from, I believe, Texas A&M. Um, I mean, 306 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, 20 for 30. Find that number really ironic. Uh, this team's six and oh, they're 20th, 24th in the um, college football playoff poll. I think 25 in the AP, maybe higher. This is a good team. I'm excited to see them play Boise. Got that pick wrong, though. Thought Nevada would win. Um, next was UAB at Rice. Uh, I thought Rice ha was going to have a lot of momentum after that huge, I mean, monstrous upset over Marshall. Uh, but I guess it wasn't enough. They played very well against a good UAB team. Uh, had some amazing, um, amazing catches, uh, I mean, for this team. Um but, I mean, UAB did enough against this Rice defense to clinch themselves a spot in the American, not in the American, the Conference USA Championship against Marshall. Um, Tyler Johnston, 
had an okay day, 9 for 18. Uh, his completion was really low, but 217, 12.1 yards. Um, on average, two touchdowns. Uh, tack on 41 yards on the ground. This is going to be a fun matchup, uh, actually, in about three hours here. Um, Charlotte at Marshall, Oklahoma at West Virginia, and Washington at Oregon all got canceled. Kind of bummers there. Uh, we didn't get to see those three very fun games. Um, Ball State at Western Michigan. Oh, my gosh. What an ending. If you didn't watch it, go watch it. It was an all-the-band-is-out-on-the-field moment that just went barely wrong for Western Michigan. If you didn't watch it, um, looked like Western Michigan didn't recover, and Ball State did. Ball State rushes the field. Western Michigan picks it up, keeps running with about 40 Ball State players on the field, runs it back into the end zone, touchdown, they win, except there was a forward pass. Touchdown got taken off the board. Ball State wins 30-27. to Ball State's been a very quiet, good team. They've been getting better every week. Um, you know, they blew out Central Michigan a couple weeks ago. Their only loss is to a solid Miami of Ohio team. Um, I don't think they're going to stand much of a chance against Buffalo this weekend, but we'll see. Um, but, I mean, you know, this team is pretty solid. I mean, you know, I'm excited to see them play. I haven't paid attention to them much, and I'm excited to see what they can do. North Carolina committed murder in Miami. Uh, I thought Miami was going to be solid enough to uh, hold off North Carolina. I thought if North Carolina won, uh, I'd be by a little bit. No. No. Uh, North Carolina almost outscored Miami in the first quarter. They were up 21-3 to going into the second. I mean, God. I mean, Michael Carter and Javante Williams combined for 544 yards most by a running back duo ever. My goodness, this U defense is not there. They've taken two L's this year, probably knocked them out of a New Year's Six Bowl. Uh, Vibin at 8-2, and two, North Carolina's 8-3. They'll probably get the bid for the Orange Bowl, even though they're technically below Miami in the um, uh, ACC standings. I really thought Miami would win this. They clearly didn't. Um, Iowa, Wisconsin. I thought this was going to be a. I, I thought Iowa was going to win. I was. I knew Iowa was, was going to win, uh, despite what the spread closed at. I knew Iowa was going to win, but I thought it would be a very close, slug it out game. N no, um, Iowa steamrolled Wisconsin, twenty-eight seven. It looked like it was going to be a slug it out game uh, when it was six nothing at the half, and then Iowa just said, "All right." Let's do this. Uh, Tyler Goodson rushed for 106 yards. I mean, this kid's got like 750 in an eight-game season. Amir Smith-Marset just is a beast. Um, seven receptions, 140 yards, two touchdowns, including that glorious front flip. Uh, touchdown. This team started off 0-2 and then said, okay, time to play football, and absolutely popped off. The closest game they've had since that first game was a six-point victory against Nebraska, which, say what you will about Nebraska, they're not good. Um, but this game's always close. I expected that. Wisconsin is suffering. They kind of are going the opposite direction of Iowa. They started out 2-0 and and haven't won a game since. They got Minnesota this weekend, which should be easier than their last three opponents, being Iowa, Indiana, and Northwestern. We'll see what happens. And finally, UC, USC at UCLA. Um, USC won in USC fashion, uh, chopping off five years of their fans' lives by giving them heart attacks as they had to come back from another deficit, um, being down um, 35 to 20 going into the fourth, um, scored 20 points in the fourth quarter. I mean, this is just what USC does. I expect the same thing tonight when they play Oregon. 
I, but they managed to pull it out. Um, you know, Keaton Slovis had 344, five touchdowns, two interceptions. Um, I mean, I'm excited to see uh, how USC does. I'm kind of bummed we're not going to see them play in the playoffs. Um, you know, I think that this is a team with a little more polishing could have been very good um and i expect to see them next year i don't think they have a very hard non-conference schedule oh wait no hold on i actually uh if i remember correctly theirs is kind of brutal um let me just pull that up real quick uh usc's okay yeah i was completely wrong their schedule is brutal um their opponents are currently sitting at a combined 25 and one, no, 26 and one. Uh, they got San Jose State, Notre Dame, and BYU. Have fun with that. But their Pac 12 schedule isn't bad. They avoid Oregon and Washington next year. I expect them to probably go 9 and 3, uh, 0 and 3 in non conference play. Well, maybe 10 and 2. We'll see how they do against San Jose State. But San Jose State's a good team. Um, I'm getting off track. USC's a good team. Uh, and it's a bummer because. On paper, yes, an undefeated team should be in the playoffs, but even my very um, angry self at the playoff committee doesn't have USC even in the top 10 just because I don't think they've won in convincing enough fashion. So uh, this was a very bad week for me prediction-wise. I think it was like 64%. I think this is my season low. Uh, there were just a lot of small games that I didn't see coming, uh, which was kind of a bummer for me. Um, but there was one game I definitely didn't see coming. Nobody saw it coming that I want to talk about. LSU-Florida. Look, I predicted, and it, it's funny that I didn't see this coming because I predicted this to happen. I predicted them to lose to their final opponent when their final opponent was Tennessee. Granted, I had Tennessee as a top 25 team going to a New Year's Six Bowl. Granted, that was also when there were no Big Ten Pac-12. I'm getting away from myself. They, I don't know. Um, LSU stepped up, and they played a very good game. Uh, Max Johnson, I think in his first start, or through 239 three touchdowns no interceptions that kick at the end my goodness 57 yarder um Cade York my guy I mean absolute stud for this team um Marco Wilson the um MVP for LSU threw a shoe for Florida and continued that LSU drive good job Marco Wilson um Watching this game, I kind of figured something out. The numbers may say a little different. Florida can't rush the ball. Um, they they had 135 on the ground, but that was on three different rushers. And the thing is, they can't rush the ball because they're so good at, at, at throwing in the air. I mean, they're insane at it. I mean, Kyle Trask has almost 4,000 yards on the year. And the thing is, they can just throw so well with Katarius, Tony, and Kyle Pitts. They don't need to run it. But that fog came rolling in, and you couldn't throw it. You it was you couldn't. So if you got a short pass out to Katarius, Tony, he was able to run it. But outside of that, you couldn't get in anywhere. But LSU this year is a much more run the football team, and that's where they beat you. That is one hundred percent where they beat you. Um, LSU pulled off a massive upset while statistically the fourth biggest upset of the year, probably the biggest one. So that was a huge, huge game. Um, as far as conference eliminators go, um, there is none. I mean, the games are set. I'll get into those in a moment. And the playoff eliminator, I'm going to be honest, I'm throwing it, I'm throwing it away and I hate to do it because I love the playoff eliminator. It's so much fun, but just the way the AP poll, or I'm sorry, not the AP poll, um, the college football playoff poll has treated some of these teams. It, I, I can't. 
because you have a two-loss Iowa State that is very much in the playoff race, a two-loss Florida that only dropped a rank, and yet you have an undefeated Cincinnati, an undefeated Coastal Carolina, and an undefeated San Jose State that are at 9, 12, and 24 respectively. It doesn't make sense. This committee is horrible. We need to expand the playoffs. It just aggravates me because there is no reason that Iowa State should be ranked this high and Coastal Carolina should be 12. I mean, I'm going to say it. There's going to be the absolute worst chaos scenario is Clemson wins, Alabama wins, Northwestern wins, Iowa State wins, and um, USC wins. Because then, you know, Alabama and Notre Dame will be locks, but you're going to have to deal with, okay, so do we put a... Who do, who do we put in? A one-loss non-conference champion, Texas A&M, at five. A team who just lost to Northwestern at Ohio State. A two-loss Iowa State, who you... A 9-2 and two Big 12 champion, Iowa State, who is, yes, six, and by logic would go in the slot, but Northwestern's all the way down at 14, and if they just beat Ohio State, it looks like there's no path for them. This is horrible. They don't deserve, If Northwestern wins, they should be in. But having them at 14, they're not going to. And there's no reason for that. Northwestern, yes, lost to Michigan State. Okay, Ohio State lost to Virginia Tech in 2014. Michigan State lost to Nebraska in 2015. Alabama lost to Ole Miss in 2014 and 2015. Clemson lost to Syracuse. In 2017, these are all teams that were arguably worse than this Michigan State team. And you may not let them in, and that's not right. It's just not right. Um, to go over the two polls real quick, usually I just do the AP, but since I'm releasing this later, I have the playoff rankings. So um, I'll go through each poll, um, starting at number one and starting at the AP. Um, Alabama at 1, Notre Dame 2, Ohio State 3, Clemson 4, Texas A&M 5. No change uh, with any of those. I like them there. Cincinnati moved up one rank after beating, or after not playing, but Florida losing. Uh, I think this is good having them at 6. Indiana with one loss moves up to 7. I like them there. Iowa State at 8. Um, that's where I had them. I think it's a good spot for them. Coastal Carolina at nine moved up two after barely beating Troy. It's not where I had them, but I respect it. Um, Georgia at 10. I think that's still a little high. People kind of forget how they played the beginning of the season, but whatever. Florida drops down to 11. Um, I like them being this low, but I don't think they should be below Georgia just because you have to look at how they played all season. They have almost the same record. Oklahoma at 12. They should be higher than Florida. They're better than Florida in every way. Um, USC at 13 also should be higher than Florida. I can't remember if I had them ranked higher than Florida in my poll. BYU at 14, uh, barely beat San Diego State. I like them here. Northwestern at 15, a little low. Um, North Carolina at 16, yeah, this, yeah, they dismantled, um, Miami, absolutely. Iowa at 18, got a good win against Wisconsin. Miami at 19, yeah, they deserve to be down here. Tulsa at 20, dropping two ranks after not playing. I mean, okay, I had them higher, but okay. Texas at 21, get them out. They don't deserve to be here. They're 6-3. and three. They don't deserve this. Uh, Liberty at 22, I think they still deserve to be ranked. That's just me. Buffalo at 23, they're killing everyone they play in dominant fashion. NC State at 24, and San Jose State at 25. Uh, I'm sorry I'm running through these quickly. I want to get both polls in if I can. I respect the AP a lot. It's not exactly what I'd like, um, but I respect it. Playoff rankings are the ones that matters and the ones that are bad. 
Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State, Texas A&M are all the same as the AP. Then it starts to get horrible. Iowa State at six. They're too long. Okay, they're playing like a top six team now. I'll admit that. But you have to look at the fact they lost by 17 to an unranked Louisiana. Yeah. So, no. Um, Florida should have dropped way lower than seven. This team is bad. They have no defense. They don't have much of a run game. Okay. Georgia at eight. Um, I mean, they're playing like a top 10 team, but you got to look again. You got to look at the whole season. Cincinnati should not keep dropping. They're number nine. They're killing everyone. You need help. Oklahoma at 10. That's where I had them. I'm cool with that. Indiana at 11. I think that's where I had them. I'm cool with that. Coastal Carolina at 12. Please give them respect. They are undefeated. They've beat more top 25 teams than Ohio State and Florida. So there's that. USC at 13. Um, I'm okay with that. Northwestern 14. I think they should be a bit higher. Iowa at 16. Yeah. BYU at 17, still a good team. Think should be a little bit higher. Miami at 18, I'm very okay with this. ULL at 19, um, I think that's where I had them, so I'm okay with that. Texas at 20, again, get them out of here. Oklahoma State at 21, please get them out of here. This team broke after losing to Texas. The most they've won a game by, unless your name is Baylor, is six against Texas Tech, and Baylor is a horrible team. Um, NC State at 22. Tulsa 23, San Jose State 24. I'm okay with all three of these. Colorado at 25. I think they should be knocked. I'm not angry about it. Um, they have a good win over San Diego State and UCLA, but the blowout against Utah isn't great for them. So I'd have them lower. Jumping into um, this week's games, almost all of them are conference championship games. Uh, there's one game that's not a conference championship game, uh, as the Sun Belt Championship did get canceled. Uh, against Coastal Carolina and ULL. I picked another game, so we'll go ahead and jump right into those. First off, tonight at, um, or Friday, depending on where you're listening to this, at 6 o'clock Central Time is um, the Conference USA Championship. Um, Marshall's very good. UAB's very good. UAB's been a little underwhelming. Uh, they don't have a great win to their name. Probably their best win is probably UTSA. Uh, but Marshall, after, I guess they got beaten to hell by rice uh but this is still a great team um they're still putting up crazy numbers uh i gotta go with the rice or marshall in the night um i mean graham mertz had a bad game i think they've had time to figure it out ball state versus buffalo in the mac championship no disrespect to buffalo or i'm sorry no disrespect to um ball state but buffalo has just been dominating everyone um, the closest game they had this year was a 19-point victory against Northern Illinois. Um, the best team they've played was probably Kent State, and they won by 29. Um, I mean, this is just a great, great team. Um, Jarrett Patterson is just killing everyone on the ground. I mean, he is 1,000 yards in five games. He's averaging, um, he's averaging 205 yards a game. This kid's insane. Uh, give me Buffalo here. Oregon at USC. Oregon's falling apart. Started out 3-0 and then stopped trying. Haven't won again a game since UCLA uh, back in November. Um, USC always seems to figure out how to win. Um, they've played um, teams better than Oregon. I think UCLA is better than Oregon. That's just me, though. Uh, despite the fact Oregon beat them, I just think they're better. Um, I think USC is going to do what they always do. Um, go down, rally, win. That's what it's going to be. Then Saturday, uh, first off, the Big 12 championship game. This was a toss-up for me. Um, both these teams have been trending in very right directions. Um, 
but the difference is um, if you look at post turning point for me, um, I think that Iowa State's played much better teams. Um, the turning point for Iowa, I think, came after the Baylor game. Um, they played Kansas State, Texas, and West Virginia. Um, Texas was at their peak, and they beat them. They shut out Kansas State. Uh, yes, they have a loss to Oklahoma State, but they've kind of been unlucky with their schedule. Um, when they played Oklahoma State, um, they were at the peak of their season. Um, you know, but they have some good wins later in the season, and they've been getting better, and they haven't been taking their foot off the gas. They dismantled a West Virginia defense that was the best in the Big 12. Oklahoma, uh, they are very good, um, but that Baylor win was kind of worrisome to me, um, and I, I have to roll with Iowa State here, and here's why. Um, mainly just because of the groove they've been able to get into. Oklahoma, or, yeah, Oklahoma hasn't really been able to get into a groove. Um, I mean, they've kind of sputtered, um, and it's not their fault, but, you know, they were supposed to, they played Kansas, then had a bye week, um, or I'm sorry, they played Kansas, then they were supposed to play West Virginia, it got canceled, so they had a week off, then they played Oklahoma State, then they had a bye week, then they played Baylor, then they were supposed to play West Virginia again, uh, and it got canceled, they haven't gotten into a groove, that Baylor win was not as um, big as it should have been, granted, same goes for Iowa State, um, but I think Iowa State's just a little bit better, I think that it's going to be a toss-up, I mean, this was close for me, uh, but I think Iowa State pulls off a small upset here, um, I think Brees Hall is going to do great things on the ground and give me Iowa State here in a minor upset. Big Ten Championship. Uh, this is really a no-brainer. Uh, Ohio State. Ohio State's a good team. Um, I think they're going to beat Northwestern. I think it's going to be a lot closer than a lot of people expect. Um, you know, I think what a lot of people are missing is Northwestern's kind of just an off-brand Ohio State this year. Run the ball very well. Cannot pass at all. Has no secondary. Um, has a very good line, but Ohio State's just able to, um, what's the word? Execute it better. Um, I think there is a, I mean, I think this is an upset alert that's kind of flying over people's radar. I mean, this is the second best team Ohio State's played. Granted, Indiana was a much heavier passing team and they can't defend in the air. Um, but I got to go with Ohio State here, but just, just watch this game. It's going to be fun. The only non-conference championship game I have on here, Ole Miss at LSU. Um, this I went back and forth on. Um, these are both, I think this is going to be a very high-scoring game. Um, LSU's offense has gotten a lot better. Their defense has gotten much better, too. Uh, Ole Miss is killing everyone in the air. Um, I went back and forth, uh, but I got to roll with LSU here. I think that Florida one is going to provide a lot of hype. Granted, Ole Miss is on a three-game winning streak, um, but they've... LSU's gotten into much more of a groove. I think LSU has a good shot here at beating Ole Miss. Clemson at Notre Dame or Clemson versus Notre Dame for the ACC championship game. Best game of the week, uh, college game day, three versus two. Um, look, this was a double overtime game without Trevor Lawrence. Now that Trevor Lawrence is back, it's. I don't want to say it's going to be a beatdown. I think ten points is a good spread. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be able to knock off Notre Dame, um, but I think this is going to be a great game. I wouldn't be surprised if Notre Dame won again, um, but I mean, I just think that Trevor Lawrence has been doing just such great things for this team that he's able to pick up a win against Notre Dame. Mountain West Championship game, Boise State versus San Jose State. Um, look, I'm just going to say it out the gate. Um, San Jose State is going to win, and it's nice because... Um, you know, the teams that San Jose State's played recently, um, 
Wyoming has also, or not Wyoming, Boise State's also played recently. Uh, they had their game initially canceled against each other, um, but, you know, San Jose State won by 11 against Hawaii. Boise State won by 8. Um, Boise State has been playing very dangerously, I think. They almost lost to Wyoming, almost lost to Hawaii. San Jose State's just been able to win. Uh, their closest game this year has been an 11-point victory against both San Diego State and Hawaii, and it was on the road in Hawaii. That's a tough place to play. Um, Nick Starkle's been doing great things. Um, Boise State's only loss is to a very good BYU team, but I think San Jose State has enough to pull off an upset to finish off their Cinderella season. SEC Championship game. Okay, Florida and Alabama's offenses are on par. They're close. They're very close. Depending on the week, one's better than the other. The difference is Alabama has a defense. It's not the best defense, but it's a defense. Florida just doesn't have one. And I think that um, Alabama is going to be able to just completely demolish Florida secondary with um, receivers like, you know, Smith and Mechie and Waddle is supposedly back. Um, we're not sure if he's going to be in this game or in the playoffs, which Alabama is going to go to no matter what. Um, but I mean, you know, the receivers are insane. I got to roll with Alabama here. I don't see any chance for Florida. Um, and then the American Championship game, Tulsa at Cincinnati. Both these teams kind of had big layoffs. Tulsa hasn't played since they played Navy on the 5th, and Cincinnati hasn't played since they played God, UC. It has been a minute, since or UCF on the 21st. Um, but I think Cincinnati just has been just killing people left and right. Um, there's no stopping this team. Um, Tulsa has a knack to go down early, but I think that Cincinnati is going to be able to take advantage of that, and Tulsa is not going to be able to pull off a comeback. Um, so give me Cincinnati here. As far as upset alerts go, uh, I have a few. I already talked about the Big Ten, the ACC, and the AAC championship. Uh, Big Ten, um, Ohio State's an 18.5-point favorite. Um, ACC, Clemson's a 10.5-point favorite. And American, Cincinnati's a 14.5-point favorite. I didn't talk a ton about the American. Um, Tulsa has been good. I mean, I'll admit that they're very good. Uh, so they have a shot here. I'm not going to go too depth into the, these championship games because I have really already talked about them. Um I do have three other games I want to go over, though. First off is Texas A&M at Tennessee. A lot, I've listened to a lot of um, college football analysts that kind of have the same feeling as me. There's no reason this should be an upset alert game, just a lot of people are kind of feeling something coming. I'm a pick Texas A&M, but a lot of people just have a strange feeling about Tennessee. Um, maybe it's the hype behind Texas A&M, but who knows. 14-point uh, point favorite, we'll see what happens. Washington State at Utah. Um... These two teams have played a combined seven games. We don't know much about either of these teams. Utah did play a very good game against Colorado. Um, I mean, Washington State, I mean, they haven't, I mean, I don't know. It, they haven't played a lot of games. Um, but the two games they've lost are the Pac-12 championship teams. Um, we'll see what happens. Utah is a 10.5 point favorite. So we'll figure out. Uh, we'll see. Uh, kind of the same deal with Wisconsin um, and Minnesota. Wisconsin is two and three, yes, but their three losses are very, very good. They're a, I think, twelve and a half point favorite. Um, Minnesota's three and three, but they're trending in the right direction. They've won three of their last four, um, and the loss before that was in overtime to a very good Maryland team. Um, I mean, I'm gonna roll with Wisconsin, but this could be a fun game. So yeah, uh, I know this was a shorter episode. Um, oh, before I go, game day prediction. I'm going to roll with the Sugar Bowl here. That's the playoff game that will, mo as it stands, 
Um, my prediction is going to be number one, Alabama, versus number four, Notre Dame, because the, the Rose Bowl, if it is at the Rose Bowl, will be Ohio State versus Clemson. Not as attractive as a game to me. Um, I think game day will go to the Sugar Bowl, uh, but that's just me. So, yeah, I know this was a shorter episode, um, but I wanted to get this out. So, yeah, uh, with that, I'm your host, Jeffrey Calhoun, recording, as always, from the Center of College Football, signing out.